Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Greetings. Welcome back to the show. I hope you're well. It's your old pal Wilson bringing you once again one of the finest podcasts in the land. We are now into our fourth year. What a, what, a, what a four years it's been. It's been crazy, isn't it? And the guests that we've had. I honestly can't believe it's been four years since we started doing this. It's been it's been insane. Um and we didn't realise how big it would get after all that time. When we first started off, I remember I've said it before, wandering around Brixton when I was meeting people to interview them. And, you know, and now here we are. We've got so many episodes under our belt belts now. And, you know, and looking into what we're going to do now for the next, you know, what we're going to do in the future. We've got some good ideas coming up. So we'll keep you posted about those various things we're going to do. We've got our YouTube channel as well. So if you want to watch the episodes, that you'll find those on the YouTube channel, on our YouTube channel, Insane in the Membrane. So go and have a look at that. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm still touring around doing gigs, chucking myself around the countryside. I'm going to be popping up on a few things that you might, um, that might surprise you. So keep your eye out for that. And uh, yeah, I just keep doing what we're doing. And, uh, and we couldn't do it without your support. So thank you very much for all of that. You are good people doing good things. Thank you very much for listening to us and being there for us. It's, we Producer Paul and I greatly appreciate it. Um, he's, a, he's a good man, our producer Paul. Bless him. Bless him, because this wouldn't be in your ears if it wasn't for him. It's just been me chatting into a laptop, as I've said before. So here we are. Um, I'm doing this from my flat, actually, in the, comf- com- in the comfiness of my flat. Not that Producer Paul's studio is uncomfortable, but... Uh, he hasn't got decent mugs, let me tell you. We talk about that in the episode. Our wonderful mugs. Yeah, that'll come up. Oh, actually, I might treat Paul to some mugs, actually, for his uh, for his place. We'll, we'll treat, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to treat Paul to some lovely mugs. Maybe some stuff with anchors on and things like that, because he's a... Uh, he loves he loves sailing. He likes a boat, and uh, yeah, maybe that we're getting some getting some sailor type mugs. I don't know what I'm going with that. Let's let's get on with the episode, shall we? So, this week's guest is a wonderful Rosie Holt. Rosie Holt, uh, I first became aware of on Twitter. She's a comedian uh, that does sort of like it's a satirist, if you will. And it was funny when I first started seeing her. I thought I thought the character was real. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I started watching it. It's brilliant. It's like I remember seeing The Office for the first time. Late at night, I got in from somewhere, put the telly on, and I was watching this thing, The Office. Obviously, didn't know who any of the people in it were. I was just like, what is this fly on the wall documentary? You know, and believed it for a bit until, you know, you realise it's Ricky Gervais. Um, 
And this is Sammy Rosie. This Rosie Holt, uh, she's got this character that, and it, uh, you know, an MP. And some people take it seriously, and it's really funny when they do. Uh, they don't realise it's a, it's a joke. And I was like, yeah, I've got to get Rosie on, have a chat. And it was excellent, you know. And the thing is, like I say, I, we know each other, but we've never really spoken. And so when I have a guest on that I don't really know, I'm always a little, there's always a little bit, bit, bit of me, that's, oh, there's a little bit of trepidation. I'm like, oh, is the conversation going to flow? Is it going to be great? Are we going to be interesting enough for the listeners? And blah, 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 blah. Didn't have to worry about that with Rosie. We got straight in to it. Had a great chat. The time whizzed by. Um, and you'll hear for yourself in a minute. So coming up in a bit is Rosie Holt. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. A podcast from producer Paul.co.uk. Insane in the membrane. Look at me, I'm so middle class, drinking tea out of my recruiter. It's a really so, nice mug as well. That's a, a pro- that's a proper good mug. It's a great mug. Oh no, I've just got serious mug envy because mug because my flatmate, he was here long before I was and I moved in and all his mugs, they're all horrid. They're all like free they're all kind of free mugs. You know those mugs with stupid <laughs> catchphrases makes me angry. But I also, I'm too much of a cheapskate to actually buy other mugs. Right, yeah, really yeah, sad. yeah. Really sad, but that's well, the kind is, of mug I want. That was, one right this there. This is one of, one of the benefits of getting married. Uh, we had a, well, I, unbeknownst to me, there was a wedding list. And, uh, yeah, oh, they gave yeah. mugs. Yeah, and the wonderful oh, Jen Bristol. that's a point to marriage. Yeah, absolutely. Someone <laughs> said to me, marriage is the same as before, like when you were just dating, but you just get better pans. <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah, the wonderful Jen Brister treated us with some lovely mugs. So, oh, so I'm all, I'm all, I'm all, yes, I'm all middle class now. My La Crusade mugs, check me out. <laughs> How have you been anyway? You good? Yeah, I've been good. Been all right. All good, right. good. It's lovely to properly chat to you. Don't yes. think we ever have, have we? Really, no. not properly. No, I think I walked up to you 
uh, somewhere in Edinburgh and went, hello. That was it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it a lot. And then I just wander it's off. It's me, and Rosie. Then... We've spoken on Twitter. <laughs> Good to see you. Bye. <laughs> I think that's Edinburgh in a nutshell, isn't it? You're just kind of passing. You understand that everyone is such a weird it's, place to be. Yeah, it is. Very I stressful. find it fairly, um, I love Edinburgh. But that it does, does something weird to your brain because as a comic, you're bumping into people you know all the time and some people yeah. you haven't seen since the last Edinburgh. And it, yeah. it's, it's weird. That's not normal, is it? You shouldn't be bumping into people every two minutes. That's, a, that's why it's dangerous up there because you could bump into someone either going to a show, which is great, you're busy and you're like, oh, good to see you, good luck with everything. Or you bump into people going to, to a bar or in a bar yeah. or around and about and they're like you got a minute do you want to go for a pint and then you're like oh hang on a minute so I've, <laughs> Wait I've done Edinburgh yeah, yeah I've done Edinburgh all the ways I've done it where I've been hammered the whole time I've done it where it's been work and nothing but work yeah and I think the last couple of times I've worked it out the good balance the balance right yeah yeah but um, I'm not going this year because it's it's I just I'm not just I just fancy a year off yeah it's full on also it's so expensive so expensive yeah yeah I, i'm really lucky because i get to um i get to stay up there for free because i've Lovely. got family up there but otherwise Amazing. i don't know how anyone affords it it's ridiculous yeah no we were the same like my wife kate has got a friend that's got a house uh halfway down leith walk and she just said yeah come and stay here yeah we offered to take her for dinner we offered to take her for a drink she's like no no it's all good just just don't worry about it get oh, out and do so your thing good and that's the thing. It's so expensive now. I mean, it's, it was, I saw it was like 10 grand for a flat for the ah, whole month. That's horrible. Yeah. Horrible. And they wonder why we've all got mental health issues because we just want to get out there and entertain <laughs> the people. <laughs> but this is the thing. I was talking about this yesterday. Like, we, it is a privilege what we do, but at the same time, it's like people do need entertaining and they yeah. will, you know, when they go, oh, let's go and see a comedy show, let's go and see a band. But, and it's so that you know it, and it's but you know it's getting to the point where we have to pay to be doing it and that's and that, you know that's on our level i was sort of somebody said about the nurses and you have to pay to be to train to be a nurse oh, and that gosh. blew my mind yeah yeah i was like surely if you want to be a nurse or you want to be a teacher or you're in the army or whatever surely that's it then you should just not have to worry about anything ever because you've yeah. just that's you should be given all the help you need i reckon yeah, it's you know. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's my contribution it's stupid. to it. I like that. Stupid. <laughs> I like it. Your character is so political, and all that, but you in real life, ah, it's just stupid, isn't it? <laughs> just daft. That it does make me laugh when I see people on Twitter taking it seriously. They take, oh, they think yeah, it's they real. Do that a lot. The do you want some advice is the last few times, which seems to be a new, because it goes through phases with people, but the last few times I've had a few people go, I've had about three people go, I've always been a conservative voter, but do you know what? After seeing your video, I'm not voting for you anymore. <laughs> Just be my favourite. You're doing your bit now. You're, you're, you're yeah. bringing it down from the inside or supposedly then, inside. Then someone replied to it going, fake news, Rosie Holt, hope you're happy. But <laughs> I, I was quite happy, really. Yeah, but I think maybe fake just... news can be used for good. <laughs> well, I think this is it. I think people are just so ready for a fight. Yeah, that you could maybe like you could bamboozle them like that. Just get them to the old switcheroo, and then yeah. suddenly they're. It's like you spin someone around. And they go, yeah, come on in. And also, they're outside on their own, and the door's locked. And you're like, hang on a minute, how did that happen? 
Um, so, so what? Where did you, when did you start? When did you get into comedy? Um, I am not sure. I think I got involved in comedy about seven years ago. I mm. think so. I trained as an actor, and that was a long time ago. Yeah. And then I started doing um, comedy. Basically, I was living with Harriet Kemsley. Oh yeah. Um, she went. I lived with Harriet Kemsley when she started doing comedy. And I used to see her do lots of gigs and I thought, this looks horrible. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> um, no, I had a really, um, I had a terrible one night stand and I wrote a comedy film about it and put it on YouTube and lots of people liked it. And then um, there was a comedian who was working on, on the short film who's helping doing sound. And he said, oh, you should, you're funny. You should try doing stand up. And I thought, no, but then I, I did and it was an awful gig, but it did kind of, it kind of went from there really. And then, um, yeah. And then, it, then, but things really kicked off for me really over lockdown with, with online stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I saw that. Yeah. That was, it was, I think a lot of people just hit it just right. You know, we, we needed entertaining, we needed distraction and some people just absolutely nailed it. Like yourself and a few other people. And it, I mean, it, it, it was, it, you know, the, the rest of us kind of just sat there like covered in breadcrumbs, like, <laughs> I don't really know what to do. <laughs> it's just like, you know, I, I mean, I was lucky I had <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm allowed out now, but I don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> but I was lucky I had this, 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 this podcast kept me going. Yeah. So it made, I could, I, I, you know, I had to talk to people on the outside, you know, I think that's a really good chat. And so that's, this the the, pod, the podcast is, is is a mental health podcast, but yeah, that's kind of the jumping off point. It can go wherever, really. But I think just listening to people talk about their own kind of uh, their own dealings with mental health, good or bad, you know, is is it always help? Something will help someone somewhere. Yeah, and that's why we do this, you know. And you like you mentioned a one night stand. I think I don't think I've ever had one. And I've never had one. No. Oh, that's probably it's, probably good thing, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know of anyone that's gone at a one night stand and it was fantastic. No. I know no. I have had some good one night stands. I haven't I mean I haven't had I don't want to make it sound like a bad <laughs> Just a relentless line of <laughs> Some of them mean good probably. Hmm. Um but yes, that that one particularly was quite humiliating. So uh, no it was shit. it was quite good to do a. Um, also, I think my my um, natural inclination has always been with anything horrible, humiliating that happens, is to try and make it funny. Um, oh, yeah. And even with and I, you know, I used to do that kind of on stage when I was doing straight stand up, and then when I even when I started talking about politics, it, it was all kind of stuff that made me angry, really. Um, I just wanted to sort of look at it from a funny way because it's cathartic, mm. really. Yeah, and it's interesting. It's interesting I think that's to make it. Things funny. Uh, yeah, I, I think well, that's what we do, isn't it? We just see the funny in everything, and you know, that's that's you know, because life is ridiculous, and it is ridiculous to end up in a situation like that where you've made an agreement with someone, and go right, we're just gonna let's go and have some fun. Yeah, and it's it's because in the pub, I guess, or wherever it is, wherever you are you're kind of, you're a different version to who you are when you end up like one-on-one, -on -one, you know, like when yeah. it's just you out and about, you're like, hey, yeah, really cool. And then it's when you're one-on-one, -on -one, that's when you see that person, your true self kind of comes out. Yeah, 
and that's yeah and that and sometimes the chemistry just kind of isn't there or, or whatever the reason it is and that must be weird when you you've agreed you've made the agreement but now you're like oh shit no this is actually odd <laughs> actually this doesn't quite work yeah i'm I not actually want to no. see you for longer than 25 minutes yeah. how long you can, long. it takes to drink a glass of wine if you're fast <laughs> i do remember when i was younger and there was i was having a there was a uh, myself we, I mean, we were teenagers and we were having a drink and i you know i was still learning i was still getting my head around that kind of thing and i remember because i'd seen films so i was you know i was like trying to be a grown-up before i was a grown-up so yeah there was a glass of wine and i was like so anyway tell me about you and she she just went can you just get on with it <laughs> i went ah <laughs> that's so brutal yeah and that was a harsh lesson and i was just so crippled with embarrassment that <laughs> no but I that's I, nice I went, you were asking about you were asking about her i think she's the bad guy in this story <laughs> i did say to her i did say is it is that so is that how you is that how you start it all the time um i felt really weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, is this flirting is this yeah. flirting <laughs> well, don't get me, me? wrong <laughs> yeah, is this what I don't know understand what's happening is this well, a don't get me wrong, you know. game yeah. <laughs> yeah you know I've been the other way as well I've been the weird one and I've made it odd I don't believe like, it I don't believe yeah, it yeah, yeah. oh yeah you got. I think that's the thing you've got to admit when you're a bit of a prick or a, not a prick that's too strong but you fuck it up a little bit, say the wrong thing, or make a, a, a badly timed joke or whatever, and yeah, and they kind of go, "Oh, I didn't know you were <laughs> like that." Oh, oh, I was kidding. I was joking. And oh, okay, I'll see myself out. <laughs> Obviously, this is just audio, but I th think the the face you pulled of like that that, that that I've seen that face where someone's disappointed with something you've said, and it's a horrible feeling. It's horrible. Head oh. to the side. Oh, that, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Okay, no, that's that's fine. That's your view. All right, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, yeah. great. Uh, okay. Uh, no, my view's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't leave. Oh. <laughs> but isn't it? It's. I think the whole, the whole thing of how human beings get together. I think it's all. It's such a minefield when you're starting out. When you're growing up. Yeah. You know, you don't really know who you are. You're, you're figuring out your sexuality. You know. And now, now we're talking about, you know, we're talking about now, you know, you're figuring out your gender and you're figuring out who you really, really are, you know, and that's, I don't know how I'd be. I don't know how I'd cope with it now. I know it's interesting, isn't it? I don't, um, I've got, um, some, I've got a load of nieces and nephews and, uh, it's funny watching them because I almost feel, um, I, my oldest, uh, nephew, he's so... He's pretty happy, I think, because there is this sort of freedom of trying, of working out your gender and your sexuality that I think we kind mm. of didn't have. So in some ways, I think it's a good thing, but I also think it's quite a transitional period. And at the moment, it's why everyone's so angry, because yeah, definitely. it's all very new and it's it's working yeah. working out the, the details. And yeah, it's transitional, I think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, we are. We're all transitioning. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And it's funny. We were just away. We were, in, we were on our honeymoon. And we bumped into, we were in the bar and there was an older couple came over and they must have been 65, mid 60s. And they just like, they heard our accents and went, oh, English. And we went, yeah. And so we started talking. And then she went, she went, oh, and, 
and like it was nothing. Like she didn't even flinch. Like didn't even like she was talking about television or what sandwich she'd had for lunch. She just sort of oh yeah we so oh so we just had a, our our first um so we've just had our first grand them and you know they start talking about their daughter and they're, they're talking about their their daughter had transitioned and their their partner had transitioned and they transitioned like in opposite ways. Oh my goodness! And they did it, but she said it all. Yeah, I'm not even doing it justice now. I know I'm making it clumsy, but she just it just came out, and I'm just going, "This is amazing." Yeah. Uh, it was just, and it wasn't anything special. It wasn't anything. It was just blah 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 blah. And I just sat there and like, "Wow!" Now there is an assumption that older generations just don't get it or refuse to get it, but it's not yeah. true. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was amazing, and I just well, went, "Well done, old people." Yeah. yeah, you're not all shit and racist. <laughs> <laughs> you must have a lot of that though you must have a lot of people because of your character the, that the, the sort of right wingers you know, the being shit and racist. And all that. just being shit and racist yeah being shit and racist um what's funny actually so i have um i mean i think if i i'd get really worried if i had any sort of old right wingers sort of saying we believe in you keep on the good work mm. but luckily they don't because my mp is so stupid um but um, the most angry people I really get are on the left. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, Either because yeah. they think I'm real or they know that I'm not real, but they, uh, they're they angry because, I, I don't know, I'm not left enough or something. I don't really understand. But, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously, a, it's obviously a parody. It's obviously taking the piss. Yeah, yeah, completely. But people yeah. have really, I mean, as you're saying, people get struck. I mean, some people go, you shouldn't be take, making jokes about these things. It's too serious. But, I mean, it's a bit boring, isn't it? Yeah. You have they don't to want everything to be requiem for a dream, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into the point. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of people, like, I genuinely sit there and go, what do you do for fun? Yeah. When all you're doing is, is telling people off for saying the wrong thing or, Telling people off because they they they've got different beliefs to you, and you're like, what what do you do for your downtime? Are you just looking for shit to I think shout that about? Is their downtime? Yeah, <laughs> they probably yeah. they maybe they do some really nice job in the day, which is like looking after preschool kids, and then their downtime <laughs> is writing angry comments online. <laughs> yeah, you may be right. You just just want to say tonight, chill out, chill out a little bit. The world is fucked. Yes, I know. Just relax. <laughs> it's gonna. We'll figure it out. We won't figure it out by shouting at each other. Yeah. You know, it's a very stressful time, and you know, you've like today again. In between the chats we've had today, I had a bit of a bit of a scroll through as I was having a cup of tea, and and you see the thing about Shell now. Of they've talked about record profits, and everyone's up in arms, and you go, yeah, that's mm. what that always happens. That's what's you're getting fucked. They literally have us over a barrel. What are you gonna do? You, you can't, you, and then you see everyone shouting at each other again, and you're like, "Just come away from this." Yeah. And just, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but it, it, everybody seems to be on the edge of just exploding. It's all a bit depressing, really, isn't it? I, yeah. I mean, as I said, I was talking to Ishan Akbar just before this, and he was going, "I think we have to face that the country's a bit shit at the moment." <laughs> <laughs> It's, like, it's just a bit shit. Just a bit shit. <laughs> shit things going on. Bloody yeah. shell. Go away. <laughs> I think that's it. I think it's just shining. You know, we already knew that they were fucking us. Every, everybody, they're all, we're all being fucked, but what can you do? I think shouting at each other, which is what they want, isn't it, in the end yeah. of the day, but 
just you just got to just and that's why things like comedy and your comedy in particular is is important because you're taking the piss out of all of that you know like the, the, the video the video i watched today the, i watched earlier and you were saying about the you made a comment about the police like protecting themselves like protecting people from the police and all things like that and i was like yeah this is this is it it's what you're supposed to be doing you're supposed to be making comments on these things yeah yeah that was from because um Suella Braverman did a video earlier this week where she was sort of saying about she was going selfish protesters and it was such a That's it, yeah. stupid video. She said, we have to stop these selfish press protesters and their slow walking. And there's that this ridiculous <laughs> trying to sort of demonise protesters where you go, yes, but you you don't need to be spending all these police resources on, on slow walking protesters. It's stupid. The yeah. idea that instead you're going to criminalize protest if it's too annoying is is really it's just yeah. wrong it's awful <laughs> it's so bad uh, yeah but this is it isn't it they're they're, they're criminalizing the the protesters when really they should be sorting out the reason why people are protesting that's yeah, completely. the thing yeah but, but they don't do they they just go no 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 you, we what we want to do is make sure that you just take what you're given and so we're going to change all the law so you just have to accept it but we're not going to give you any more money fuck that we're going to yeah yeah. waste all this money that could be given to you on making sure that you don't get a say and that is that just sums it up doesn't it that's just where we're at yeah and and now i'm finding as well talking about mental health i see a lot of comedians now making jokes they're saying like oh we've had the conversation now that's enough no more we've, we've, what about we've, mental we've, health yeah we've, <laughs> we've already, we're already yeah we're already talking about it you're like yeah, but it's not ended. People are still topping themselves. So yeah. it still needs to carry on, you know, and that's, you know, I mean, what about, how do you feel about the whole conversation thing? Do you think it's... I think it's really, I think, well, I think it's really good that we're more open about mental health now. I, that can only be a good thing. Mm. I mean, of course, um, there are, like anything, there are, there are irritating people online who go... Yes. Hi, I've just been feeling really sad, and and you're going shut mm. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Why, we don't need to know about your one sad day, but um, but on the whole, I think I think it's a it's a positive thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I mean, if you know, if I look at uh, like my you know my dad who is a sort of a typical kind of middle class guy from his generation went to boarding school at the age of seven, yeah. and um doesn't really talk has you know has got better at it but talking to his feet talking about his feelings was really kind of alien to him and i think we're in a much better place now i mean women yeah. it's always been better for women i think because women have always been better at talking about their feelings uh i think it's a lot harder for men but i do think it's getting better i think so it's, yeah. yeah i do remember i've used this example this example a lot i was away and i was just sat by this this sounds wanky, but I was set by this swimming pool in this hotel. I wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't the reason I was in the hotel. It was someone else. Yeah. I just happened to be sat there, but there was a, there were, there was a gaggle of women over the one side of the pool and they were all talking to each other and they're all chat, 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 chat. And you could hear what they were saying. And, and I was like, wow. And then there was this group of lads, group of, not lads, men, older men. And they were just sat, not even talking to each other. They were just sort of sat. And you're like, look at that. That's exactly the problem right there. Yeah, they're just you're sitting just, being men. <laughs> they're just sitting being men. You're like, oh, what? They've exhausted the football talk. There's nothing else to talk about now. They're just kind of sitting there going, I bought some blue trainers the other day. I've got blue trainers. <laughs> All right.
Yeah, you're supposed to, you're men. And that's, you know, whereas the women were just like, bah, 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 bah. and it was amazing. And you go, yeah, that's, 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 that we, you should be more like that, lads. You yeah. should be. Yeah. But yeah, we're sort of told not to. Yeah, you're victims of the patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah, hoisted by our own petard. <laughs> <laughs> but it is that. There is, there is still an element of men. Uh, there is still a, a group of men that, Whenever I, whenever they're in my company, and especially like men, men like geezers, one or two of them separately will say, oh, "I listened to your podcast. I thought it was great." Yeah. But when they're all together, I'm getting the Mickey taken out of me. Going, yeah, of course. You. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have a sandwich, Rich. Hey, yeah. Do just uh, do do the things that make you happy, you knobhead. You're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I think we just have to keep pushing on. Is my yeah. point. Yeah, and it's just definitely it's definitely changing in the right direction. Yeah. 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 And I think, but there's also an element of people. I was talking about this the other day. There seems to be a large group of people now that are just, they're just fed up with being told off, you know, yes. like, and that's right. That's on the rise a bit. Now they go, mm. Oh, do you know what? Shut. I don't give a shit because, you know, instead of just having to sit down with these people and just going, look, this is, this is this, this is that. They're just getting patronized and shouted at. I think sometimes that's the problem, isn't it? When people look at elements of the, the left is they they feel like they're being attacked all the time yeah um but it it's it's a kind of difficult balance by going we 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 have to address what's wrong in society and what needs changing whether it's um relationships between between men or women or on a wider scale our british empire you know um (laughs) but i think it's it's um it's sometimes it's hard to to kind of address the problems without people getting defensive and feeling like you're yeah you're attacking them yeah um, and that's what's happening i think it, this comes up all the time and i imagine you've had this chat is you know extremes on either side left or right are not good you know because mm. you've you've got the left that feel that they're right you've got the far the right that feel they're right and a conversation i had the other day where someone was saying like if you anything that the left feel is wrong is just automatically called right wing and then right wing is like Hitler and you know evil yeah. things and you're like right wing sounds terrible but it's not it's not quite as extreme as that yeah but the, the, the right like to sort of label everybody as <laughs> everybody as woke regardless of, oh I know yeah you know, <laughs> what they're trying to say I know and it's I got I got some I did a gig I've said this before I was in Edinburgh and the review said Rich Wilson is a woke feminist geezer yeah right and it and I went wow all right I love that <laughs> right but it sounded it just sounded funny yeah those words together and I was like yeah all right I love that and I put it on I put it on an advert and I put it on Facebook the amount of shit that I got like to the point, there was this guy going like, "Well, you're clearly a paedophile," because <laughs> anyone who says they're woke and admits that they're woke and a feminist, you're clearly a rapist, paedophile. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, when you said that, I did think oh, <laughs> rapist, paedophile. <laughs> there is a bit. There is a point. I do this. If a fella says he's a feminist, I do go, "Yeah, all right, mate." <laughs> what are you hiding? What are you up to? And they normally turn out to be the biggest wrongers going. <laughs> yeah, that's sadly is true. Um, or just they, or they just end up being quite patronising. No, 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 Rosie, you shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> no, that's not that's not very right on. Excuse me. 
<laughs> you could go fuck yourself. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, there is that as an element of, yeah, I, funnily enough, last night on the way to a gig, I had a conversation with a comic who's, they've just had a, just had a baby and we were talking about, I was like, well, so how was it? And they were, and he was like, oh mate, it was, you know, the injections and then, and then the, the things weren't opening. So they had to take, you know, they had to have a cesarean and, and I was just, I was just sat there and I was like, fuck, I, you, I'm not being a, I am not being a prick here, but I, the amount of shit that women have to go through. Yeah. If, not just on that, but just on a daily, on a daily basis. It's just constant. And we, yeah. and there is an element of me. I do, I'm not trying to be a prick. I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, oh, hey, yeah. Hey, look, you're I, I a white it, male man. feminist. But, you can say what you want. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I totally get why women are fucked off all the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I get to just wander around with Willy Willy out going, ah, oh, yeah. Oh, no, look at me. I'm, I'm doing stuff. <laughs> and it's uh it's it's different isn't it <laughs> i love that idea though men just wandering around with their willies out while women are striving it's literally away. what they it's literally <laughs> what they do <laughs> and women have to deal with it just on all in all walks of life just some dude somewhere's got his cock out and like oh, fuck me <laughs> could you not for a minute just one day with you not wandering around with your cock out. Just put some trousers on, Rich. Please, put some trousers on. I'm trying to give birth to another child. <laughs> yeah, but look, look, look at that. It's wibbling. All right, can you just, for fuck's sake, and then they give birth to a boy. Not now I've got two dickheads <laughs> running around with their willies out. Oh, great. Oh, God, I've fucked it. I've fucked it. But that's what we were talking about last night, and it's just... We were, we were we were having a really clumbers, clumsy conversation about about it, and we were and we were laughing, going, "Man, we have not we we can't we can't have this conversation. We just didn't know how to do it." Yeah, we were trying to be, you know, like we were trying to sort of because he said a couple of things, and I went, "Ah, oh, mate, I don't know about that. That's a bit harsh." And then and then I said something, and it was a weird conversation to have. But we were trying, we were trying. Yeah, and yeah, I, guess- I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we, we were talking about kind of him being a new dad. Yeah. And yeah. there was that classic thing of, oh, when I have a better understanding now of, I'm more aware of women's issues now because I've given birth to a daughter. And you're like, well, it <laughs> shouldn't like, well, be that. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be because of that. You know, oh, I've got a daughter now. So I understand. Well, do you remember what Matt Damon said that, didn't he? Oh, when, when the Me Too stuff was going on, he said something like, um, I can't remember what it was. It was like, as a father of two daughters. You were just going, mm. why do you have to preface it with that? Yeah, because up until that point, I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, <laughs> after having two girls, I'm now against sexual harassment and rape. <laughs> <laughs> but up, up until then, I, I just barreled around with up me until knobber. Then, I just didn't know. I just didn't know what I was doing. I didn't get it. I needed I a woman to come into my life and change me. <laughs> But we are, but the conversations are happening. We are trying. Yeah, the conversations are happening. Yeah. And it's, you know, there is a, I think, like you said, it goes back to that. Everybody's transitioning. Yeah. You know, on all levels. And we are, we're trying. Yeah. Know. It's weird though, isn't it? Because on the one hand, um, I feel as a society, we are much better at talking about a lot of things, um, like mental health and 
consent and things like that. But also people are so angry. There's a kind of backlash to that, which means yeah. that people are just shouting at each other and not not listening to each other. My phone, my sorry, my computer, my phone's making That's noises at me. I'm going to get rid of it. There we go. It's good. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, to me, there does seem to be a weird sort of dichotomy of the two of kind of people being more open and talking, but also people not listening to each other at all. I mean, even if you look at our um, the the way TV shows, date, daytime TV shows are constructed now, they don't have debates anymore. They get two people from the most extreme point of views. So they're like, oh, we're going to talk about racism. Um, here's this... Um, this black woman who has done a lot of campaigning and here's a racist. <laughs> Let's put them yeah, together yeah, and see yeah. what happens. And it's not about, it's not about having a discussion. It's about who wins the, the fight. So yeah. It, it's, yeah, I feel it's weird. I feel like we've got two, two things going on simultaneously in, in society. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I think, and those things as well, those debates, those televised debates, it's not really trying to solve the issue. No, or, not at all. No, it's, it's all about, yeah. It's entertainment. It's, it's getting someone or so, you know somebody saying inflammatory comments, making inflammatory comments, and then that becomes the video that then goes online that makes people click on it, and everyone shares it. And look at this prick. Yeah. And then, and then they get they get traffic going to their website and to their TV show, and that's all. It's just sensationalism now, isn't it? And yeah, doesn't doesn't solve anything. No, no, it definitely doesn't. Yeah, and like watching, like I've, I've, I, I was watching Question Time for a bit, but now I just got so annoyed. No, it's horrible, isn't it? it makes you sad. <laughs> I've stopped. It makes yeah. me sad watching it. Is it because there was a part of me that was like, well, I need to stay informed. I need to be on top of these things. I need to know because of what I do for a living. I need to know what's happening. And in the end, like, oh, this doesn't. Yeah, I think there's anything. better ways of staying informed than Question Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get your news from Twitter, like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I think people should use Twitter more and that would help <laughs> everything. <laughs> the amount of times I've shared something and then it's, and I haven't investigated it. I've gone, oh, that's ter- oh, shit. That is terrible. Retweeted it. And then like an hour later, someone goes, yeah, that wasn't real. Oh, yeah, oh I know you have to be so careful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did that once and then realized what I did but it was quite a good lesson because I thought, oh, God, it's, I got on the outrage bandwagon. Yes, yeah. Rather than actually checking the facts. Because I also think it's not just getting on the outrage bandwagon. It's sort of getting excited about being on the right side of something bad. So you're going, yeah. you're going yeah, no, I'm standing against this as bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sticking my flag in the mask. I'm willing to put my head above the parapet and call it out. And rather than actually yeah. sort of checking any of the context or what it means. I know. It just, no, yeah, the mob were walking by and I went, oh, yeah, where are you going? Went, we're yeah, going to do this. Yeah, I'll go with you. Oh, I'll go and do that. And then, <laughs> hey, pass me that pitchfork. I'll join this. And yeah, then you get there and you go, this is a terrible thing to be doing. Oh, I'm in the wrong, I'm in the wrong mob. I need to go. <laughs> have you, um, have you read John, John Ronson's, so, so you've been publicly shamed? Yes. Do you remember he talked, I can't quite remember, but he talks about, he finds some guy who's been impersonating him or something and he sets his Twitter fans on it and he talks about the kind of glee he feels and then he realises that actually it's a bit bit unsavoury that he's getting so much pleasure from it. (laughs) (laughs) But it is this in us. I think there's an animal instinct in us to be, like you say, to be part of the mob, to be part of the thing. 
and you have to be so careful because again because we're all we are we're all angry and we're all frustrated and suddenly something happens and you feel it's like your your brain kind of goes that's where we can put our anger put it into that yeah to get it out of our bodies and you get caught you can get caught up in that shit yeah so easily so easily and i mean also someone who's um you know been on the receiving end of that luckily not very often but i remember the first time i'd have pile on on the on mm. twitter and it's it's so scary. It's such a horrible feeling. Really? You're getting hundreds and hundreds of messages telling you you're a piece of shit. And right. um, and what was funny is that I started to understand, you know how, especially over um, since lockdown, we've seen um, right-wingish people kind of dig their heels in and get more and more extreme and reactive. Mm. Um, and I could kind of see how that happened because my instinct was when everyone was attacking me, was to kind of go fuck fuck you <laughs> fuck yeah. you i'm not backing down you're not going to shame me into changing what i just said so you get really defensive and it's of course that makes it worse and you're you're kind of refusing to look at what you've just said because you're you're frightened but also you're going this amount of anger i'm getting is not justified no so it it does make me wonder sometimes when um I feel that sometimes Twitter mobs, they, if they punish somebody like that, uh, they, they then, of course, they're going to retreat into something worse because they'll have a load of people on the right going, hey, we, we'll listen to your, your views. And look, yeah. while you're here, why not have a look at some of our views? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at these. And then suddenly, to try these yeah. yeah, the only people you've been nice to are the people who are showing you other horrible views. And then before you know it, all you've got is horrible views and all you're hanging around with is people with horrible views. And you're yeah. going on GB News on a regular presenting spot. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that is something that I've struggled with. Seeing people that I like going on gb news and, yeah you know, me too and, they're, and then they're justifying it as well i've been in green with it with them and they're justifying it and you go but surely it's it's quite antagonistic because it's all union jacks and it's all it just yeah. seems a little bit a little bit it's a bit scary to be honest i had a really funny conversation with um i feel bad saying this but i'm gonna say it uh with this girl who worked on gb news and she was saying no it's really unfair because a lot of us at GB News, we're really just trying to put the news across and we're trying to do it in a fair and balanced way. And there's certain characters on GB News who are quite extreme. And as a result, people, um, you know, people think that that's what GB News is about and it gives GB News a bad name. And she said, but, you know, there's a lot of really reasonable people like, you know, Nigel Farage. Oh, I know. <laughs> I went, yeah. oh, sorry, wait, well, that's, that's, your, that's your example of one of the reasonable people? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of people that have told me that Nigel Farage is actually a good bloke to have a pint with and yeah, sit down she said and he's very. With. She said he's very funny. She said he's very yeah. funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Hitler was a good painter. That's a terrible uh, comparison, but yeah, I guess like no. Also, I've he, seen he is horrific, isn't he? Because I, the, I, I mean, I always wore. I am. I, um, I always like. I'd never want to get to know any Tory politicians because most people I like, and I would worry that I would like a lot of them, and then I wouldn't be able to satirize them mm. anymore. But there are certain people where I think, no, I don't even know if I could be polite with you. Like, I think Nigel Farage, some of the stuff he's put out is so toxic and horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I think that I think that's where I draw the line, Rich. That and Hitler. <laughs> Wouldn't hang out with him. Either. Those two fellas. Those two fellas. <laughs> those two fellas. No, no, sorry. <laughs> don't don't get how funny and witty Hitler is over a over a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, call me a dickhead if you like, but <laughs> I'm sorry. But I do know people, I'm friends with people that, you know, they vote Tory and we talk about it. And, yeah. And a lot of time, what they're, the way they put it across, you know, it makes sense to them. And, and, and I'm kind of like, all right, I kind of get where you're coming from. And But then there's other people like Farage who's just on the extreme and you're like, no, you're, yeah. you're just a horrible little man that just wants this. You want this, you just want this, you want this little rock to be you know, pure or whatever it is. And, yeah. You know, you want us all to be pie-eating Morris dancers. And I'm not <laughs> And I it. won't. I won't be a pie-eating Morris dancer. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> you can't make but, you know. it, Nigel. <laughs> but there are people on there that do, I, you know, I've had great conversations with in green rooms and stuff. And and they're not, you know, obviously maybe it's an opportunity to be on television. They've gone, well, you know, I'm more... Some of them are more centrist than they are yeah. right or left. And, you know. Yeah. No, there's there's people I like who are on GB News, but I, oh, I don't know. Oh, no, I don't think you should do it. <laughs> I don't want to be on television that desperately, to be fair. No. I, just, you know, I don't even think it uh, pays that well either. So it's, No, I've heard it's shit. <laughs> yeah. So, so really, I think by going in there, you're kind of, I don't know, I feel like you're legitimising a certain set of views. Also, it's the... It's funding is dodgy. Like it's, I mean, it mm. literally is. I might have got this wrong, but I'm pretty sure I think it's like a Russian oligarch who funds the whole oh, channel really? anyway. <laughs> so, wow. Okay. So it's not, you know, it's not great. Yeah. Well, I think all of these things, I think, well, it's like everything, everything leads back to dodgy money or a sex offender. <laughs> like yeah. everything. And so <laughs> like if you really. Dodgy money or sex <laughs> offender. Everything. That like, should I be did a this feature. Thing. <laughs> where yeah, guess where it guess the route. Where does <laughs> it go? Where does it go back? Oh, which one's it gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a new deal or no deal. Is it a yeah. sex offender or do <laughs> dodgy, dodgy money? Dodgy money. Or both. <laughs> oh <laughs> well there are only That's a trick question. Yeah. It was both. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. All the all the uh the white paedophiles that run the place. Um <laughs> I don't know. I keep saying that. I'm gonna to have to stop saying that. <laughs> but I did just think I did. I did when we all had DVDs, and I remember going through them and just going, right, let's see what's not connected to a sex offender. And none of them. They're all connected to something in some way. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know. We'd end up. What, what would be the answer? Living in a mud hut that you made yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think without- so. Without any electricity, or, or we just accept that sex offenders have their place in society. <laughs> They're keeping the arts afloat. They're keeping the arts afloat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, let's get that. That's going to be on GB News now. It's yeah, going to be a quote. Put, put that that clip on uh, Twitter. I'll uh, <laughs> have my uh, fourth pile on. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, what a way to go! I've enjoyed this. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I you know I'm open-minded. I will talk to people. I, I don't necessarily think I'm right. I don't necessarily think they're right. I just yeah. think that regardless of politics, regardless of beliefs, I just think now more than ever we should be just believing in each other and supporting each other. And that's not what's happening. Like you know, yeah. that fucking idiot in Parliament. What's his name? Jonathan. Oh, Gullis. Uh, 
Oh, God. He's ridiculous. What a piece of shit. Yeah, he is a piece of shit. Just standing in a Weatherspoon somewhere, just shouting bollocks. Yeah, I don't know how he got elected. I, I don't know. But I see every time I see him, I'm like, I know you. I know I've been stood with people like you. Yeah, with yeah, your brown slip-on shoes. And I don't yeah. use that word very often, but that's what he is. Just a horrible person, and you're yeah. like, I know what. Yeah, I've seen you coked up in a spoons, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Just like to clarify, not him specifically, but people <laughs> like him. People like him. Yeah, he's he yeah. very much fits into a type. Yeah, and you just yeah. watch him with his red face shouting and hollering and just, yeah. you know, like, yeah, and that's the, yeah. I might, um, so I say I'm open-minded and I'll have a chat with anyone. I might struggle with him. <laughs> yes, I'd struggle talking to him. But I agree with you. I, I, I am too. And I, I think also because, um, I mean, what makes me laugh is since I've started doing this online is the things people have called me. And I've been called... Um, a right-wing stooge, a lefty loon, a centrist melt. And I've basically been called every kind of spectrum. And it's when people don't like something you've said or something they perceive that you've said or you think, they go, yeah. oh, well, this means you're in that camp. So there's a lot of that going on. There's a lot of, yes. oh, well, okay, well, sorry. Oh, sorry, no, you think that, then you're a, you're a centrist or you're left-wing or you're right-wing. It's just, yeah. it becomes this, people are trying to work out whether you're there in their tribe. And if you're yeah. not, they're going to eject you very fast and put you in another tribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes back to that thing then, like you said, you know, people are getting fed up being told off, so they end up going... Yeah. Where the people will go, yeah, come in here, come and come and have a <laughs> chat yeah, with us. <laughs> come here, yeah, come on. We've got these lovely flags. Come on. <laughs> you like, have you heard this thing about the Jews taking over yeah. the, the world? <laughs> <laughs> come and have a look at this. <laughs> but it's that it's you know, there's a reason why I have people have such extreme views, and it's normally that they're under pressure. They feel that they're being attacked. They feel yeah. like they're having their you know they're having their they're having their their freedom or whatever taken away from them and so they start to they start to attack everybody else and and I think I think it all comes it all goes back to the government it all goes back to the people in charge every single time well I think also one thing that this government have done is they've I don't think we've ever had a government that's weaponized um the culture war so much um the fact you know usually kind of these points like sort of history and the national trust and gender and stuff like that that was not something the government was wading in on and since boris they've you know the the fact that i remember you had robert jenrick writing a um an article about the dangers of taking down statues and all these sort of things you thought you don't care about any of these things you're literally stoking up yeah um yeah. hatred i don't know well, i think the government yeah. are not good <laughs> but it's getting to the point now it's not even they've they've lost their way so much because yeah. it's all about it's literally about hanging on to power it's not even about but it's not even about taking care of the people anymore it's literally about hanging on to power in any way shape or form any way that will help them do that and the way they found to do that is to divide everybody up and go start wanging on about statues and yeah foreigners and you know and going can on i just about, say you know, i love the word wanging I use it so much and I don't know if it, I, I think it's something word I've only been aware of recently and I don't even know if it really was a word or who came up with it, but I love it. It just, love, it just works, doesn't it? So it just good. works. Just describes so well, you know, someone is wanging on about something. Yeah, it's great. 
I think, yeah, as it, oh, they, they, they were just wanging on. Like, oh. <laughs> Hats off to whoever came up with that. Probably Shakespeare. Well, <laughs> <laughs> people are probably listening to this going, oh, these two wanging on about <laughs> the left and the right. and But it all, it's really affecting everybody. And I don't think people realise on what level we are. We are still getting over the the lockdowns. We still, yeah. We've all got PTSD yeah. and we haven't dealt with it. I think that is so true. I was having that conversation with a friend of mine recently. I said, I said, do you know what? I'm going to put it out there. I don't think the lockdowns were very good for us. Um, <laughs> I mean, not that, you know, I'm not anti-lockdown at all. But what I mean is I, I think it did have a lasting effect on everybody. It's not, not natural for people to be... Um, on their own and indoors for afraid and all. I think we are all a bit traumatized yeah. from it. And yeah. I think everybody's, anybody I know who, um, you know, were slightly vulnerable mental health wise got a lot worse over lockdown. Definitely, and yeah. I think, you know, we were talking about people we, we, we know who were always a bit right wing and you're like, Oh, okay. And then suddenly they're, you know, doing some really extreme stuff on talk radio or GB News. And you go, how did that happen? And I do think, again, in, in lockdown, people sort of doubled down. And because they were only communicating with people online or on Zoom, they were only talking to people with similar views than their own. And it yeah. kind of got worse. I think, I think, yeah, I think it did a lot of, I think it did a lot of damage. Um, and I do think everyone's a bit traumatised and a bit yeah. fatter. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and that, that's the thing. That this, but people, people aren't really understanding that we've all gone through this thing. There's now, there's a lot of pressure now. Like prices of everything have gone up, and they're blaming it on the Ukraine, Russia war. Yeah, blaming it on this, and, and they're blaming. Oh, there's shortages of this, that, and the other because of Brexit or whatever. And and you go, no, I know what you're doing. You're trying to recoup the money that you lost. Yeah, during the lockdowns, you're not only trying to make money now. You're trying to recoup mm. for your shareholders and all that. And it's putting so much pressure on all of us. And there isn't, there still isn't, there's no care of, there's no aftercare from the lot. They're not saying like, listen, we've all really been through it. You know, let's, let's try and ease back into society and make things work. All it's been is like, right, get back out there. We need to sort out the economy. The economy is important. Sort the economy. And that's all it's been talked about is the economy yeah. and inflation. And you go, well, what about the people that got locked in their houses for two years? What about... Yeah. We're just kind of like booted back out, like blinking into the sunshine, like, and they go, right, get back to work. And you're like, I just, can I deal with what's just happened? No, there's no time. <laughs> no. Get out there, grab, grab your broom and get sweeping. And it's, we haven't dealt with it yet. And yeah. I, there's going to be a massive, there's going to be something's going to happen, I think. Yeah. You know, I don't know what it'll be, but it feels like something big's about to happen. The Labour government getting in. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> what? <laughs> and then they'll get blamed for everything. You didn't deal with it. You're in, but you haven't dealt with it in two weeks. You haven't sorted. The, you haven't sorted twelve years of shit out in a fortnight. Yeah, that's going to be the next fight, isn't it? It's going to be them going. Ah, see, I told you they'd be shit. It's like I've literally just got here. <laughs> the kettle's still warm I've from got when like you were still twenty years in. of Tory rule to sort <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, give me a minute. <laughs> Right. I haven't even got me pens out on my desk. Just give me a, give me a chance. I think like, that was a conversation I had the other day, and there was someone they were telling me that oh yeah, but Labour are just as shit. I went, they're all shit, but it's not about that anymore. It's about getting the Tories out, and then we'll worry so about get bin facing. Just as shit. I annoys me when people no. say that. I'm like, no, they're not. This, the Tory government is so much worse. It's so bad. They are monsters. Fucking monsters. 
and it it does it just it just, just get anyone in and we'll just get rid of them yeah doing their thing and then we can figure out how to rebuild but at the minute but it's almost it almost feels like they're like they know that shit's about to happen and they're so like they're making a grab for everything before they go it's like yeah you know just it's like the train companies they, they make as much money as they can before it gets re, it gets nationalized again and oh it's that's what it feels like yeah. i don't know I don't want to go out anymore. I want, I want the lockdowns again. I quite like well, it's that. You've got some good mugs now, so you're all yourself. Got some great mugs. <laughs> you know, Carol Baskin' husband is apparently alive and well. We didn't see is that he? coming. Is he yeah, seriously? Apparently. apparently, yeah. Apparently, That's found amazing. him. Amazing. I missed that news. <laughs> yeah, there's oh loads God. of stuff that, that just because we're so we're so fucked off with everything else that's going on we're missing the good stuff missing the good stuff like yeah. carol baskin's husband i mean joe <laughs> exotic must be fucking he yeah. must be pissed off oh well good for him i'm glad he's alive <laughs> and well <laughs> i know someone else said that see that again that started a fight I, I i went i said something about well 2023 shaping up to be already weird with the announcement of this and then someone went yeah reread it mate i don't think that's true and I went, i've read four things yeah and they all say the same thing he's alive and well and down in wherever it was south south america and some annoying person was going no uh <laughs> no sorry check your facts mate you're going i'm listening i'm just looking at the facts <laughs> I know, I can't believe after everything we said, I'm so shocked that someone I don't know and doesn't even have their own face as their avatar piped up and said something shit. Stupid. No oh, face avatar people. Oh, they're, they're the, the worst. worst as well, aren't they? Or the like, I really like that. Um, actually, I haven't seen it for a bit. Mind you, Twitter's all weird now, so it's hard to see anything. But um, mm. the, the racist pets account, do you remember that? And it was just... What? It would just, it was called Racist Pets. And it would just take, because there are so many um, Twitter profiles where it's just a picture of their dog or their cat and then they just say something racist. So it would just, <laughs> it would just quote tweet the, the sort of racist remarks with like the little avatar of a, like a little dog. <laughs> See now, there you go. <laughs> It's shit like <laughs> I just think I don't know what's going to happen. Social media is obviously going to evolve. It's going to change again. I don't know what's next. I don't know what's next. TikTok seems to be the most extreme. You know, it's the most extreme at the minute where I don't know. It has. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever's next. I don't know. I hope it's not. I just want. I don't know. I get a lot out of Twitter, out of Twitter, but at the same time, I just wish it didn't exist sometimes. Yeah, I know I would, what you mean. You know. I mean, God, I need it. You need, <laughs> I need it. Yeah, you, it. <laughs> yeah, you'd be fucked without it. Yeah, I'd be really fucked. <laughs> when um, when Elon Musk took over and it looked like it was really going down the pan, I got a call from my agent going, "Okay, don't panic, but maybe maybe go on TikTok now. <laughs> maybe oh, right. have a TikTok account." <laughs> <laughs> just, oh no! You just, yeah. oh God, <laughs> hanging on to the branches, um, but it doesn't affect you. Then really, sort of like you can leave it behind. Like when you get in, when you had your pylons and things like that. Is that? I mean, the first one must have affected you, but yeah, um, yeah. When I, I think, yeah, when I've had pylons, yeah, then you kind of think, God, I never want to go back on here. But mm. then you kind of, I will, I kind of have to because I'm relying. Yeah, on yeah, it. yeah. But. Um, is it easy yeah. to ignore? Like it's all because it gets. I know 
you know, as people would just say, look, just just do your tweet and then just don't look at it again. Don't look at your... So it's... I'm much better at ignoring that kind of thing, but it's a bit... I remember the, the last one I had, I was doing quite a good job of ignoring it. I knew it was all happening, but I was just not looking at all my notifications. Yeah. And then a, my well-meaning cousin said, hey... <laughs> Look, there, look at this stuff they're saying about you and oh, no. send a thing and then you click on it and it's a bit like Pandora's box because yeah. also you feel you you feel so um, outraged because you're reading stuff about you that's just lies like some is sort of saying you know Rosie Holt is a um, a centrist male who tends to be marginally uh, less right wing than she is and you're going okay fine whatever that's your opinion but then you have I, you know, people writing stuff like Rosie Holt writes for the Daily Mail and did a racist sketch about Diane Abbott. And you're going, this never happened. And then you've got people <laughs> commenting underneath going, oh, I didn't know that about who is liked her stuff, but I'm unfollowing now. And oh, you're going, God. This is li- it's lies. Yeah, that, yeah. That stuff's always, that that stuff is kind of hard. So you, you kind of need to not look at it. But the problem is if you just have a moment of weakness, then suddenly it's just all, just opens it all up. And it, um, yeah. the first it, it tends to go on for about three days if you have a really big one. So you just need to really, what you need to do is just not go on for three days if that starts wow. happening. And then yeah. and then it will kind of have cleared up. But also another thing that happens is when I get a pile on, there's these annoying people who've got screenshots from like, I don't know, tweet I did four years ago where they're going, this you? And you're going, you weirdos, why have you got... <laughs> Why have you got a little folder of tweets that I don't even remember saying? You know, you're wheeling out when when I'm getting attacked. So mad. Just ready, just ready to get you. Yeah. Oh, well, you said this. And you're like, ah. (laughs) I don't remember saying it. I said it once. Well, as long as it's not affecting you, that's the main thing. Because I like what you do and I want you to keep doing it. Thanks, Richard. That's. I think it's great. And uh, so where can we find you on, on all the socials? Um, I'm on Twitter and uh, Instagram as at Rosie is a halt. I'm also on TikTok, but I don't understand it and I'm always forgetting to post on it. Um, yeah, same. Yeah, so those are things. Yeah. Okay. All those things. And then I'm going on tour in March. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Where will you be? Just all over? All over. All over the shop. All over with yeah. you, about Just wandering around. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Run around with my yeah. dick out. Yeah, run around with your dick out. Doing, yeah, whatever. That's a <laughs> callback. I've just realised that might come out wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a callback. Please, um, yes. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe we let it that bit out. Um, <laughs> this has been lovely. Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you very much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank and, you. Uh, Insane in the membrane. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.